you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. and gentlemen you are listening to sideline talk i am the humble beast unashamed hurt mr mad guy allen c the place to be what's going on y'all is that it facts big facts all facts all facts super facts super facts start the show off mr mad guy's here he's gonna lead the way all right don't stop because it was cold outside. We know how you don't like the cold. It was cold that night. It was cold. <laughs> it was definitely Shout cold. Shout out to the wind. Just to be, be sitting there and watching the game, enjoying the game. But my niece hung in there. She was a soldier. Shout out. There. Good job. I tried my best not to get us beat up. Because mm. you know when he threw for 500, I had to, had to celebrate. That's pretty good. Did they, was they confused? Or you didn't have no Raven stuff on? No, I had my Raven stuff so, on. Yeah. Oh, right, was definitely you. confused. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this, this, this is my guy, yo. My yes, favorite, sir. My favorite football player right now, so. They're kicking it off with the Ravens. Saints coming to M&T Bank and get a win. 24 to 23. Mr. Mad Guy's going to take it. All Keep 32 in the teams in the NFL beat by the GOAT. But the reason I'm mad has nothing to do with the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certain people say they should have went for it. That's why I'm mad. Baltimore runs, as you see the name of the show, is aptly titled Baltimore runs. Because after every single loss, Baltimore fans go completely retarded. Like, they just say anything out their mouth. Um... Blame Tucker. Tucker's getting old. Get rid of him. What? what? Nigga, 222 out of 223 is still a hell of a good ratio. That's still like 99.9%. You can say like the last <laughs> three of his missed field goals that he wasn't, it was blocks. Like people were over the top, like twice. One of the Patriots. The other one was uh, what? Was it Cleveland? And the other one was against, uh, and, uh was it Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah. It so was blocked. it was blocked. And he missed one in the win. Okay. All right, cool. It happens. We I missed mean, one. even the one that he did made was like, ugh. It was like one of the ones that he made when he was like a rookie. Right. Or a sophomore year. And when he beat the Patriots and Belichick ran the ref down all the way down to the end zone. He's like, what the fuck is you doing? Like, nah. That's game. You getting out of here. Yeah. Call game, as the truth will say. Yeah. Um. Let's get rid of Brandon Williams. What? Why? He don't rush the passer. So you create, you fix a hole by creating a brand new one. Mm-hmm. That's how you, okay. 
That makes sense to Baltimore runs, I guess. Let's get rid of Jimmy Smith. I mean, the dude is not even a year removed from an Achilles injury. <laughs> Running with a top five wide receiver all game. He gave up the slant. Okay. What if he gave up the fade? It's still been a touchdown. <laughs> Out. He was getting tossed no matter what. So. All right. It was a perfect pass by top five quarterback. Perfect catch by top five wide receiver. Let's just call it what it is. Not going to win everything. Baltimore runs got me mad because I thought it was a hell of a game. I enjoyed the game. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> you live. Live to fight another day. I laughed. I laughed at what from the last, like the Lord, I told you like a little bit of the second quarter that I watched, the end of the second quarter, all the way to like the end of the game. I just laughed the whole way. It wasn't nothing like exciting about the game that I I thought, you know, being a regular fan or just a sports fan, I just thought it was comical. We watched the whole game. Why you say it was comical? Explain on that. You, you started to predict certain things that was gonna happen. Especially after that, um, Tony Jefferson almost could have had a sack. And then he found a way to almost, almost knee touch the ground and complete to Michael Thomas as he fight back. He was just like, all right. You can't even hate. You just laugh and be like, that's what's up. It was a good play. Mm-hmm. And you just, you just, I just knew how it was going to go. I didn't care. I made the statement. I didn't care if they was, if you did make the field goal. I felt like Drew Brees was going to go down that field in that defense. 17 points in the fourth quarter. It was just, they were just dealing. They had to, they had to answer at that time. So I felt like they was going to win in the old time regardless. Hmm. Good, cool. bad, ugly. Um, the good, I thought, was the offense. Most of the game, you had Joe Flacco out there throwing the ball and pretty much outplaying I said a top five quarterback mm-hmm. for whenever he was on the field. The bad, I'm going to go to the defense because watching the <coughs> game, I don't know the actual time of possession, mm-hmm. but it felt like I've seen Drew Brees out there a lot more than I really wanted to. I mean, and like, that's bad. Like you said, he had the, what, had the ball for the first 10 minutes of the first quarter. Right. 10 minutes of the first quarter. <laughs> so. So they killed what time of possession it felt like to me. But that's not. Well, I, I get I get what you're saying, but when they weren't getting points, that didn't really it didn't hurt. Like if it if, didn't, if he was getting sevens behind it, I wouldn't say eventually. I think it tied it out the defense. I wouldn't say that. Okay. I, I, well, I mean, me, I mean, from, 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 from your it, vantage point, it yeah, looked like the defense was yeah. tired. You see Suggs out there taking the knee, like he gasping. Yeah, I I wouldn't think it's it's tired. Entire defense. It was just they just started to make plays. Like and it, it wasn't like Drew wasn't accurate. Like he was twenty two out of thirty. It was just anytime you you hit Drew Brees twenty two out of thirty for two hundred and twelve yards. That's a hell of a game. Like, I don't. He's the most accurate quarterback ever. But only and then he got the most yards. So you keep him under two twenty, under two fifteen. It's like what more? What more do you want from me? And then I thought the game plan was smart because not only did they keep the ball, they kept they kept the Ravens' offense off the field from exposing their defense. Right. It's kind of like the roles was reversed. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? What you would would expect for the team to do with uh, Drew Brees? You get right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But it like they did that, and they just like took what you know they took what you gave them. Like okay, we can't we ain't gonna throw it deep. We are gonna take some underneath shots. We gonna try a couple rub routes. Like the one, yeah, we, we try a couple rub routes to throw a long pass. You know what I mean? It, it was it was a good game plan. And then the tempo of it. Right. We we calling quick. We changing the the snap counts up quick. You're not gonna be able to catch on to the snap count to get a sack. I thought it was it was good gamesmanship by both teams. The good was Lamar's first touchdown. Mm-hmm. Stadium erupted. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. From the from the TV looking at it, I was like, "Oh, they they wilding." <laughs> yeah, stadium erupted for for uh, Lamar get his first touchdown. Yeah. What, so, what was your ugly? The ugly, oh, so bad was. You said the bad was the defense. Defense and time of possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn, what was the ugly? I forgot. Was it too many penalties? I got to get ugly to the fans again. That's the only thing ugly about the game. I feel like the game was great on both sides. Yeah. Both teams did what they were trying to do. Um, that's the only thing that really made that game, you know, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a loss. Okay. Did you have, being, being in the stadium and watching this game in particular, did you have a – I'm obviously it's a different experience, but did you have a how can I put it? A more calmer experience just just being a true fan when yeah. you don't have to hear the the the, the T V analysts putting their two yes, cents in. Definitely. Okay. So you got to really um, enjoy it. Well And then the in the thing. stadium you can't really get social media like that as quick as you want. Right. I, I, so that's I made another it a thing. Point to stay off of social media <laughs> that's another thing. I made it a point. Because I'm, I'm there, and again, it's my niece's first game. So I'm pointing out certain things, certain formations. Um, well, he, this is what he's trying to do here. Um, that Mark Andrews touchdown. Beautiful. I'm like, yo. Beautiful play. You see him. This guy is pressing. So if he runs a uh, uh, post corner, this guy's not going to be able to drop back quick enough to get to Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. And exactly as I called it is exactly how it happened. Because this man was playing off. And the other corner outside was too close to actually get back to where Joe threw the ball. Once the ball Beautiful was in the play. So it was a lot easier and calmer, like I said, for me to be able to teach the game instead of watching on TV. It was a lot easier from that vantage point. You got some good back, ugly folks. Uh, my good was uh, the offensive line, I would say, because Orlando Brown got his first start and he did well versus Cam Jordan. He looked dominant. I need need y'all to look Go back when you get a chance Look at the Lamar Jackson's first touchdown And just pay attention to what 78 did That's all I ask I'm I'm going to leave it at that I I thought he might get a flag I thought Stanley might get a flag for a minute I was like alright good They ain't call that That's what's up Especially for Bozeman to keep getting hurt Getting back in there Pull through Off his line just played as a whole Man you only give up one sack um, I wish it was a cover sack at that. Yeah. The, the play wasn't really designed to hold on to the ball for that long anyway. So yeah, it's coverage. So, yeah, so that was some secondary for giving that cover sack anyway. Really, you don't give up a sack the whole game, especially in the clutch when you try to go down there and tie the game up. You did well enough 
Um, I shoot the drive before it. Um, not to cut you off. We had two big drops. Mm-hmm. Hayden Hurst dropped one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't put it on Hayden Hurst. Did they show the replay in the... In the uh, yeah. You ain't see him punch the ball? I mean, it's still a drop. You can't say good defense? I mean, it was great defense. <laughs> I'm both just saying. <laughs> but the ball hit both receivers I, I give, in their hands as well. I give, I give Willie Sneed more of a drop because like, he kind of like alligatored yeah. it. A right. little bit. I get that. Hey, the Hurst was just like. He felt like he was by himself. Yeah. And it, like he punched the ball out. I was like, that's pretty good. But then, then I'm like, Joe could have thrown a little. Put a little more. A little more oomph into it. Like it was a tough window. Right. It's like you can't really rainbow and then put some power on it too. Yeah. It's like. Or lead him just a little bit over to the left. Yeah. I was like, don't die. Don't like, Hayden could have stopped. Moved up a little bit, but he just felt like he was by himself. Well, I might have walked in the end zone. Right. <laughs> I would say it would be my bet would probably be, of course, the drop pass is crucial, but you still made up for it in the yeah. end of the game. It would be uh, probably your bet would be you know your missed field goal, the penalties that caused you to get the the Saints to pretty much move the ball downfield, a certain um, pass interference calls. I mean, it, it wasn't one sided, but it was still that's still your bet. You don't really want your penalties to help us. A good offense to keep giving them chances here, mm-hmm. especially on third down. Oh, that was my ugly fourth down conversions for them. Mm-hmm. Four out of five to keep drives going. Right. And I would say we, the ugly would be special teams, but that's not it because I mean you still had Koch had a good game. He's pinning them down back in the you know end zone, not end zone, but like the beyond um under the five and here and there. So right. it was like a that loss. The one, I think. Here and there, but it's like, of course, your fourth down conversions. Ugly is always going to be Terrell Suggs. I mean, that's about it. I mean, like I said, another thing I always have problems with is uh, players not trusting their technique and trying to find the ball instead of panicking. It was certain plays where, like, the plastic interference, or just like, the completed catches with Tony Jefferson not trying to find the ball, but just batting your hand, not really looking around to try to find. It. I understand if you get burnt, you get burnt, but always, mm. you know, trust your technique in, in certain um, occasions. I thought it, you talking about the, the tight end. It was a tight end. It was another play too. Like like the like the fourth the fourth quarter. I know I know what you're talking about. It was a Tony Jefferson one. And it was another one, but I think it I, was. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a weddle. It was somebody else. I think in those situations, it's he. He was doing his technique. It's just he couldn't. Like if you if you have some type of separation, you got to fight to get back to the hip and then find the ball. And it's just like while he fighting to get back to the hip, the ball is dead. It's like you know what I mean. It's it's, it's tough, but like I get what you're saying. It happens more often than not. Then people, you know, you not mean, turning around finding it. I mean, we, it's, it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing to do. Right. I mean, we've right. seen Drew Brees pretty much his whole career, and even other quarterbacks. They are already great, but you can't make them phenomenal. Sometimes you got to do the best you can do because you, you, your window was so short as a defender player. They took so much away from you as a defender that you got to do something different nowadays. Mm. Yeah. So you got to find a way to think outside the box. I mean, I like like 
the, the football life LeBron Dawkins that I just watched. I mean, he said, you know, he could still play in this game to this day. He felt like, you know, he can be technically a tackler and position himself to, you know, still be dominant. Mm. But then at again and again, he was like, you still getting fined because it's a bang, bang play. They don't care if it looks like it's legal or not. If you look like you just smacked the shit out of somebody, or they mm. fining you, or you getting suspended, or you getting uh, unsportsmanlike uh, conduct penalty, mm-hmm. you want away from getting put out the game anyway. So it was like, the only thing that the, the defense has given, been given back is probably the force out of bounds. Yeah. That's it. So it's like you have to find different ways. You would think fight. you think more corners would do that. Yeah. It's like it's like some of them, I guess they don't know the rules, especially in situations where they get like that, somebody running a deep comeback on the sideline, they're pretty much in phase. Or, perfect example, the um, – well, no, that was a good catch. Never mind, that was a good catch. Any type of pass with the balls in the air towards the sideline, I'm thinking, okay, you just push them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, ain't no, ain't no toe tap. Right. Like, ain't no AB. Sorry, we, gonna, we pushing you out. And that's, that's, Sorry. Grab uh, Throw them out. That's part of the panic that I'm talking about. Instead of knowing the rules and, and still fighting and knowing that you have a chance of, you know, getting an incomplete pass or forcing mm-hmm. out of bounds, you, you automatically start looking yeah. to the ref. Push off, ref, push off, ref. Or yeah. that's one, that's, the second one is you fighting for the ball instead of knowing you can at least, you know, push them out, mm-hmm. make the ball fumble at the end of the ground because they got to complete the catch. So if yeah. you have rules in your favor, it's just you have maybe five, and that's it. I feel like certain corners do that. Um, for us, I feel like Marlon Humphrey tries to be – the corner that's going to have the best position. Not necessarily going for the ball. I don't think Marlon Humphrey's ever going to be that high interception guy. Right. He His thing is to be right there when you catch it to either push you out or knock it down. Mm. And, or to get the short tackle. Right. Mm-hmm. Good technique. Um, <clears throat> real quick, I, know I don't want to drag the segment out too long. Um, the good for myself was the overall game. That was just a good game to watch. If you were just a neutral fan, just a fan of football, it was fun to watch. The good also was the fact that a defense kept the most accurate quarterback and the quarterback with the most passing yards. And who knows, when he, when he finally retires, he may have the most touchdowns. You hold him to 212 yards. You keep him scoreless for three quarters. That was extremely good. Um, like Al said, one of the best receivers in football. You keep him under a hundred yards. That's pretty good. Um, offensively, you're just as aggressive as the Saints were, and you putting up points. That was good. You combined for over a hundred yards rushing. That was good. Um, the bad third down, com- third third and fourth. Third and fourth down conversions uh, allowed by the defense, by Ravens defense. That was bad, I thought. Um, and the ugly, the ugly of the game was just the way it ended. Like it's it, it was it was confusing. Like wait a minute, this don't happen. And, and the only reason it's ugly, the only reason it's ugly is because. 
not only did all Ravens fans, but all NFL fans took Justin Tucker for granted. Yeah. yeah. That's all that's why it's ugly. Even Harrison. Yeah, everybody took him for granted. Like like this is the first but and it's rightfully so because he ain't missed an extra point in his career. Mm-hmm. T- Dayton, like I think I think I seen it going back to Texas, you know, extra points he was three forty six out of no three sixteen out of three sixteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like that's it's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, that that was just an ugly other game. Um I just thought the the great moment was Tucker just, you know, standing up in the podium afterwards and just taking on the you know the uh, the media. Right. Like that's that was dope because that's those type of plays you can go one away one or two ways of it right. afterwards. You know, you could be you could turn into Steve Auschka or you could be you know what I mean, yeah. Justin Tucker. So. It was it was pretty good, and to echo Al's point, the ugly has to be the fans. It's just never, it's just never. You just lost. It's always something. It's always something, and it, for people to say Jimmy Smith has to go, trade bait. I I, I challenge you to put any corner in the history of football in front of Michael Thomas. With that release, or, him. <laughs> or Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is the best receiver in football right now. Mm. Period. But put him in front of Michael Thomas with those releases. We, <laughs> the way he mix it up, his size, his strength, his hands, and expect them to have different results. I challenge you. Mm. It's tough. It's just tough. Like I said, if you it's tough for Dion. It's yo, that's tough. That's hey, tough for anybody. Slant, people gonna get mad. They gave away the fade. Yo, like it's just no way to do it. It was just tough. And the way he set it up was perfect. Yeah, and then I'm like the one pass. Like they did. Obviously, they moved Michael Thomas around a lot in their offense. And you know he he had his drops. Um, when he's on the inside, you can't get your hands on him. Mm-hmm. And he got a little rub route on the on the fade. The you know the little wheels, like really tight wheel. All right. It happens. Yeah. Like, come on. It happens. But, you know, it's football. Coach it's, Tay said the ugly is our run game. The ugly is the run game. I wouldn't say totally the run game. I would say some of the schemes. There's a certain play that we run is just not. I just not I just find it hilarious and pretty dope that the uh, the first play of the game and the first play of the third quarter consistently for like the last four or five weeks, Alex Collins get nine yards. Exactly. Consistently, like his first run is like bam, that's nine or fifteen. You know what I mean? It's consistent. And I was telling, I was telling uh, Alden, I was like, the one drive that we had to shovel past, toss on. I was like, oh, Stanley misses block. True, he misses block. But I was terrible. Like, we have to go through a power, yeah, trap or gap or something else. Then, then run that. They fly into the ball. They they do have a fast defense. They not be they. It might not be the greatest, yeah. but they do they, they, they was number one defense against the run. Good That's as a, linebacker play, bad was defensive aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. And he's had 77 yards as a team. That's horrible. 77 yards as a team. Yeah. I guess that's the run. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I thought we was a little closer. I thought we had, I thought we had like 80. In the, I thought we had over 100 yards in the first half rushing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be 38 wrong. 38 for Collins, 13 for Snead, 9 for Jackson, 9 well, for Moore. Okay. 
Dang. Four for Joe. I three was for high. Buck and one for Max. Mm. Yeah, that's bad. I don't, I don't know how aggressive you could be when I mean, when the snap count is changing and the reads are quick. I don't know how aggressive you could be. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing that but, I was looking at. Even then, you when they had the they had the the offensive yards on the far, pretty much the far end of where I was sitting. Now this is the number one offense in the league. Yeah, for us to pretty much be over them in every everything. Thing, yeah, I'm like, yo, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> what the? But that oh that, that's another bad. And they had no, the that's ball ugly. for they had the ball for over. Damn near another quarter yeah. actually than we did. Right, and that's my ugly. That is actually my ugly because you didn't you didn't you didn't make Drew Brees beat you. They had a balanced attack. A couple quite a few yeah, especially early. I mean, Those Kamara four is dope though. I mean. <laughs> Kamara is dope, but Kamara shouldn't be running between the tackles and getting nine yards. No, he shouldn't. Yeah. I can see Mark Ingram. I can see even did I I can't see Mark Ingram. But it's it, not even that. He's just a bigger back. No, I'm saying like we should have the the, the defensive uh, player to get to and meet him at that hole. With Kamara, he might get to the hole a little faster. He, yeah, but I mean, even like even then, you got to put the you got put the little boy down. But it's like you gave a boy the hundred. I think we gave him over hundred yards rushing. Yeah. Has to be. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like if we if we the eliminate if we eliminate that, and make him one dimensional, then I then I guess we could see more aggression. Because I thought he did a great job, especially especially bringing in Taysom Hill, like going going in. If you never watched New Orleans play this year, you were surprised. If you watched New Orleans play, and I think even yeah, they had him last year too. I don't think they used him as much. But if you watch Taysom Hill, you know, okay, this he's big on that offense. And I thought he did a great job of mixing it up when he come in and, you know, the different plays. Whether it be in between tackles, outside tackles, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. It was kind of frustrating, though. It was gamesmanship. It was kind of frustrating. Like, you have Lamar. You practice against Lamar every week. Yeah, but that's a different back, though. And then you got Hill. I, that's killing y'all. But you look, look see, you're looking at speed with Lamar. Taysom Hill built like a linebacker. No, I'm just saying he as far big as just being able to like, I guess it's a big be that dude. defensively it's hard to stop the RPOs why everybody runs it and trying yeah. to win that system. But I felt like we should have done a little bit better at the yeah. RPO. He like Taysom Hill is a football player. Like right. he he tackles, he, he he cover kicks, he probably can he probably run routes pretty good too. You can throw the ball like yo, that's a football player. Wow. Pretty deep. Twenty eight years old. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't think so. <laughs> All of them BYU. That's stupid. Yeah. Oh, stupid. No, but he's at least twenty four. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> but you know, on to next week. Um, the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know who we playing, but I'm trying to figure. Out. What should we? What else? What else was the? The hot topic. I guess that's it for the. Well, we, well, we got a trade. Before we get to the NBA, we got we did have a trade in the NFL. Yep. Yeah. Um, at, after after the trade, you know, 
Gruden steps in. Let's give it like a quick recap for people who don't understand. John Gruden took over the job for the Oakland Raiders in the summer. Ten years, a hundred million dollars guaranteed contract. Right. He's there for a minute. Um he trades well, the best pass rusher in football well, arguably the best pass rusher. Their best defensive pass rusher was um holding out. He wanted a bigger con- better contract. Gruden decides that we're gonna trade Khalil Mack. And get draft picks for him. Right? So right. he does that. Then you trade away. Just today you trade away your uh, probably. You trade away your number one receiver. And then like one of your top weapons. In your offense. For another first round pick. When you look at it. This upcoming draft. John Gruden has three first round picks. I mean second round picks. I only got a couple second round picks. I don't know. But I only got one from Chicago. Three first round picks. Some would say that's a good strategy, but this ain't the draft. <laughs> it's not the draft you want to have that much real estate, but, but who knows? It's always I mean, good to have real estate. I mean, for defense, right. I, f- I think for defense, yeah. Defense, as far as it's a bunch of. There's a bunch of pass rushers coming out in the draft. Clemson got two of them. Um, they can make that staple with Bosa right there. Yeah, if they, if they phone it, they can get Bosa. Yeah, I Clemson pass rusher. Yeah, dang. Oliver. 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 That nigga. <laughs> he said Oliver. That guy. Anybody? You I don't know. Any, I mean, don't they got like two second round picks? They got. I'm about to look up on them. From Chicago. I think they traded that second round pick last year, though. Mm. Go ahead, Trubisky. I just don't trust John Gruden with picks. I mean, it's just me. He never really. Panned out mm-hmm. with picks when he was with Tampa Bay, and they were early picks. I know his, most of his picks in Oakland, they were playoff teams, so they were later. Besides, you know, the first pick of his career, which was, you know, the great Charles Woodson. But other than that, you got what Cadillac Williams. Mm. You got defensive backs that don't even, you know, couldn't even name. Right. You pick Sebastian Janikowski. That's a hell of a catch. It was, Damn, it was decent. That was decent. No, it was decent. Like I can't. Decent about that. The catch was decent. The release was beautiful. That was that was the hell of a play. Find all that. That's a great right. catch. The catch. And he was all the reason. The, the, the reason. I, listen. You know what I'm saying? No. You know what I'm saying? The catch is decent. We seen it better. Like the ball move in his hand. Those sticky ass glove and the ball move. I can see if he if he caught that mug like this. Then it'd have been a hell of a catch. Man, I seen it. You're the all balance. I've seen it done. Hey. Steal a catch. What's steal a catch? The one we the had one in the like commercial. Oh, what are you talking about? When he was like no. this, and he kicked it over his Man, that was garbage. I mean, that was garbage. Like that's that's good hand eye coordination. That's all it was. I'm talking about good catch. Yeah. When I say hell of a catcher, this, I'm going to tell you what I mean by hell of a catcher. Chris Carter, Ohio State. Right. That's a hell of a catch. But that's like Odell, o- Odell Beckham. Ever. Odell Beckham, the, the so Dallas. Like the greatest catch of all time. Type with no, I get another one. I give, I give you another one. Odell Beckham, the, the same year, I think it was his rookie year, when he ran a slant against the Jets, a slant, he caught it like this. One hand, he stopped them up. 
They ain't hell of a catcher. That they bobbled in his hand. They ain't no hell. Oh, oh, favorite wine that. What he just did? Did I'm gonna see his? I'm just saying. <laughs> Julio, Julio was a hell of a catch. When he, this yes, that was a hell of a catch. Or the one with Malcolm Butler when he just ripped them up. We we do a quarter interception from the yeah. quarterback. That was a collision. Treat like a man. Like if you don't give me this, boy. <laughs> That was an interception from his own damn quarterback. Crazy. It's crazy. Definitely going to Malcolm Butler. Oh, oh man. Just saying, it was, going, it was going to Malcolm Butler. But the move for Dallas, what y'all think for Amari Cooper in Dallas? Him, Michael, Michael Gallup, Allen Hearns, Cole Beasley. From from what I've, because I got a couple coworkers as a Cowboys fan, they just feel like not that Dak's not the guy. He's not trusting himself. He's not pulling the trigger. I didn't watch the game, so I really can't say so. He was saying a couple times where Cole Beasley was wide open. He's just not pulling the trigger. He's not trusting him, trusting himself to throw the ball downfield. You know, I don't, I don't know what Amari Cooper's really going to do. As long as you have Ezekiel Elliott play fix, I mean, I don't see. I don't feel like Dallas right now should be. Well, our receiver isn't the problem. Right. <laughs> like, you got talent. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, it helps that you have Amari Cooper. Yeah, but that's. That's not the issue. That's that's definitely not the issue. Some would say coaching. There might be time for a coaching change. Always, I never understood. Like, I get it. Dak and Zeke was like a great power duo, their rookie season and all that. And But Dak has always been inaccurate. Always. Like, part of the reason why people say – like, they, they think Dez just fell out the mat. Mm-mm. Granted, Dez had, had some, quite a few drops. But when you look at Dez being open and seeing where the ball is going, like, if you look at his targets that, that's not catchable, the percentage don't add up. Like, it, 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 it the incompletions on uncatchable balls is higher than Dez drops. Right. And that's not Dez's fault. He opened. Give me a ball, like yo. But I guess I guess now is is being seen when it's there's no fall guy. Mm-hmm. I feel like they still trying to figure out somebody. You know they, they they ain't trying to put it on Dak yet, but eventually it's gonna happen. It's almost like you cost yourself more by getting Amari Cooper than just keeping Dak. Oh my gosh, that's pretty good. First round pick, all you had to do was probably maybe reconstruction or don't reconstruction, give him another year, see what he can do when under his contract, and see if you can ball out. You got a healthy team at the time. You, I mean, of course, uh, one of your guards got sick. You didn't see that for seeing that. I mean, the other tackle was hurt for a little bit, but you still you knew you was getting a healthy defense. You did. I know I'm foreseeing that you was gonna cut Dan Bailey. Did nobody see that? And mm-hmm. then you probably miss him because you mm-hmm. missed the field goal that could help you in overtime. Mm-hmm. But you you oh. going into the you going into the season knowing that you could have had a healthy team. And you know we was we all fans of Michael Gallup and we still we still love. But you know if you could have had Dez with some more help or any other position, <laughs> and now you are going to get rid of your first round pick that you could help you. And then draft it, you know, whatever is defense, cornerback, safeties, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you pretty much fucked yourself. Every yeah, every Cowboy that. fan is I hoping. Pass rush and res- maybe receive a first round. For who? 
Dallas? No, I was just saying as far as like okay. talent. Oh. Paris Russell, oh. maybe wide receiver. Mm. I mean, but if you, like I said, if you probably would have kept Dez, maybe say, if, if you don't like Dez, restructure your contract for me real quick. We try and go get Earl so we can sign him to a long deal. Then we'll give up. The, if you're going to give up the first round pick, you should have gave up the first round pick for Earl Thomas and then they'd have been good right now. That's why it don't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know That's what? Why you don't, don't give up a first it don't make round sense. I'm like, all right, Dez, you stay here. We'll, <coughs> we'll end up getting name a receiver in the second and third round. Which about oh this just, past year? Yeah, just name Anthony Miller. You could have got Anthony Miller, Dez, Cole Beasley. You got rid of Switzer, or you could mm. and then especially mm. Jason Wooden kind of fucked you because you probably would have got a tight end even earlier than which you got him. So I mean, well, you still you no they, they no they had Aaron tight ends on the board they passed mm-hmm. remember they passed on they had Mark Andrews yeah, they, they passed on Mark Andrews. They passed on Hayden Hurst. They passed on Mark Andrews. They passed on. Well, they wanted linebackers. They, didn't they passed on uh, Dallas. Dallas kind of no, Dallas went early. Second. I'm just saying they were on the board. <laughs> yeah, Dallas got it. Got picked right before them. Right before them. Yeah, I remember that. I'm just saying he was on the board, and you chose Vanden. Hey, they, hey, they, they, wrong, they chose Randy Ash over Calvin Ridley. I feel like you wanted a fresh start, but now you took 10 steps back. Cause look what you then gave up for for a receiver when all the magnets you end up could have got something to help, help your defense make it. Because at the start of the year, you had a, you had a pass rush. Just a, a pass rush with those corners and that safety. Mm. It helps your, your secondary out way better. Uh-huh. And makes your linebacker core even more deadly because they can just fire off. They already got a guy over one side on the sideline. So Dallas has a pretty decent defense. When he was healthy, couldn't give up a two for Earl Thomas. The first round pick for for Amari Cooper. That means you're paying it. You don't even remember like having a touchdown lately. Like he probably had one two weeks ago, but you don't remember it. You know what the problem is? It's the decline of the quarterback, man. Nobody wanted. Nobody wants to admit it. Like Derek Carr has been declining. And it, and and you can't like I who was it I think it was you who alluded to it uh, about a week ago when you said you went to trade for Mari Cooper and you said he's always hurt. From, you yeah. said that right? Yeah. He's not hurt. He played what sixteen games his rookie year. Then he played fifteen games his second year, and he, and he had that monster year. In his third game, he played fifteen games. Right, but he gets hurt, not injured. You ain't gonna miss time. Well, that's football. Everybody play hurt. You, you don't make it out of the game. If somebody made out of the game healthy, they ain't play long. No, what I'm saying is <laughs> somebody hit the wrong. He's gonna have concussion issues. You know, he'll get nicked up and be gone in the third quarter. Now that, Things like that. All that sounds like quarterback to me. <laughs> all that sounds like all that sounds like quarterback. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like the regression is dead, but it's like so regression from two quarterbacks kind of fuck two receivers. He regressed. Yeah, he regressed. But I wouldn't give a first round pick for anybody. Mm-hmm. But it would have made sense to give it up. Well, I guess it wouldn't have made sense to me, but to a degree, to it makes sense to give it for Earl Thomas, who's the best safety. Right. Like, all right. I mean, first round pick yeah. for Amari Cooper. I don't. And it's like, he can he can change his career in Dallas and, and be a franchise changer. But I don't see him being a franchise changer. I mean, you use it right. You got Allen Hearns. You got you got You never seen him being a franchise changer. I don't see him being a franchise changer. Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah, boy. 
I understand. I just think that's I right. I understand that RPO is a little bit longer. I don't mm. ever, I, I understood that. Like that was him at, at Mississippi State. Mm. Like, I own it. Uh, wanted another. Uh, what was another? Um, wow, Corn Alexander and Jack Seeky out for the year. Torn ACLs. All right, Buccaneers, y'all. Back to the lottery, you go. Sheesh. Right back to the lottery. Pat Pete went out. Trade line, trade That's deadline is October thirtieth, eight days away. They said they ain't moving. <laughs> they said they not moving them. That's what they said. You, you serious? Are you being serious? No, Earl, Earl oh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I ain't. No, know. literally, they. He like he went out, but we ain't moving them. <laughs> but see, that's that's selfish, though. That's selfish. For him to win out? Or for no. Them no, that's selfish for them not to move him. Like. It's a business. It's a business. Yeah. No, granted. Wait, 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 wait. It's a business for himself. Wait, yes. wait, wait. I get what you're saying. It's a business, right? But this is the business that also preaches family and camaraderie and buy into the team. We have to build in a family atmosphere, right? When you got a guy who sacrificed everything, who shows up and gives his all every single time, every practice, every game, no matter what you ask him to do, he did it and did it at the highest level from day one. Like, don't get twisted. If I'm not mistaken, Pat Pete's first play, first game, he ran a punt return back. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, and 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 did this thing at corner. Like he did it all for you, and you see your franchise is underachieving, and not only underachieving, it's like like yo y'all in rebuild mode. He ain't getting no younger. Like you could do him a solid and just all right trade that man. Like Larry could have bounced. Larry chose no. I'ma stay. Even when Arizona, you know. Could have kicked them out. He's like, you know what? They be loyal to Larry. Because Pat come out and say, look, man. All right, I want out. I want to win. I want to win a ring. Like, like, you know what? I appreciate you, what you did for me. All right, I'm going to release you. I might not be able to get you to the team you want to go because in case they ain't, they might not have the real, real estate that I want back. But I try to get you somewhere. But like you said, they're not, they could preach one thing. And then unless, like you said, it's a family until you agree. Unless you agree. Like, that's that's sad, man. Let that man go. Either either that or let him go this offseason. Blake Borders got benched at halftime. Blake Borders got benched at halftime. They say he'll start this week on a very short lease. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost... I almost fell in that trap that everybody was talking last postseason about Blake Bortles turning over a new leaf. And but it was the RPO system with his scrambling ability, though, right? I'm not saying all of it was like like the quarterbacks who's driving the RPO system. It's not like you can throw the rock, but don't sit here and act like you throwing like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and you dealing because it's not. All you're doing is making one read that's on your back shoulder. So, like, for example, the game – the Eagles versus the uh, Panthers. 
when Carson Wentz needed a, a go-to play, he ran out of the RPO, he turned his back, that slant or the middle of uh, the uh, same route is right there for Hurts consistently because it's hard to it's hard to recover or it's hard to, you know, play when you got to play the run first and the pass. You already is two steps behind. So when these players out here, when they when you find defense that's going to stop that RPO and you're going to shut it down, I don't know what the hell Eli's doing, you 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 finding that you're not really you not really dealing like, like you was out here dealing in the playoffs. Think about it. Think about hey, it. He even think had a hell of a game against New England with two. Right, right. But listen, but listen to this. Last year, you said Blake Waters was thriving, right? Mm-hmm. What did New La- England? Not last year. I'm talking about the playoffs. Playoffs. Oh, yeah, playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. What New England had a problem with what quarterbacks mostly? RPO. Blake Bortles, Carson Wentz. No, not Carson Wentz. Foles. Randy Foles. Yeah. And then you see the RPO system right now. It's not as thriving as it was last year, but it's still moving the ball down the field when you need a when you need a play. I mean, it's not. It didn't work. It's not working so well in, in Tennessee right now. So I don't think the boy can really throw the ball. Or really can probably move right now, but you still offensive line is underachieving to you at the time. I don't like Mike Vrabel. Why? Because he went for it. No, I just don't like him as a coach. Well, that too, but I just don't like him as a coach. Like, <laughs> you can be too conservative, or you can be too risky as well. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like he's at that line where it's like he's too risky. Um, he probably felt like it worked. What's the LSU? The old LSU coach, Les Miles. Mm-hmm. He used to call him the Mad Hatter because he's risky. He's going to go for it, you know. Win or lose, I'm going to go ahead and take this gamble. Right. And it worked, and they got him a national championship with Nick Saban player. But as time goes on and these L's start to build up, your lease gets shorter and shorter, and then you get – Cam Cameron over there, who's conservative with his play calling on offense. All these wide receivers coming out doing their thing in the league, you, you know, not progr- you know, producing in the college level because you're not aggressive enough or you're too aggressive and you don't have a job anymore. <laughs> Real quick, um, Jamal Charles got released after two games, which was kind of everybody knew that was going to work. But it's it's kind of messed up because the speech that he put on says it's one of the reasons why I held out and, you know, try to pick the team that I wanted to choose because I feel like I can win a championship with this team. Yeah, I think you should have picked somebody else. Man. He still got, he still got a ring of David a ring. <laughs> you going to get a ring with Jacksonville? If they um, get a ring. RPO Blake Bortles? If they get a ring. Got a whole lineup up for that. Run for $2,000 as soon as they get back. <laughs> Um, you had the Chiefs blowout game last night. I, mean, yeah. I picked the Bengals to win that. And you don't picked know. the Bengals to win? Yeah. Why? I figured that defense was a lot better than that. A lot better than what? Than what they showed. <laughs> Cowboys off a missed field goal that could have took them to overtime. I don't get the snap infraction. He did the same thing, the the snap after that, and he didn't call it. He really, really wasn't no snap infraction. 
every snap, every uh, long snap, it does that. Right. Move, the run, move the football around for a little bit, get it, get it how they want to grip, right. let it go. I really don't understand that at all. Mm-hmm. Redskins are number <coughs> one in the NFC <coughs> East. Yeah. Hmm. Yep, number one NFC East by game because the Eagles and Cowboys lost. And Giants are on the podium. I mean, not the podium. They won the clock. Hmm. Um, keep Justin it. Justin Herbert, go ahead and call um, Saquon Barkley. Um, Find a way he got his ground <coughs> stone from because that's he, probably your destination. No, they say he may. He's he not looking. I, I've read something where he's. Um, he might go to. I call it the, the Tim Duncan route. Don't go ahead and chase that that NFL. But he might come back for a senior year. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, go ahead and get your degree. I don't mind. I don't mind getting your degree. Trust me, I'm all for education. Ask him, Duncan. He could have. He still would have been number one pick at his junior year. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, it, it happens. But we'll see. You know, that's it's what, what month is it? It's October. That's one player Things that change. I know is definitely great that I underrate all the time. You underrate Tim Duncan? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's basketball. It's entertainment. It, entertainment got to play a factor some way. I understand. And then one franchise, your whole career, they got the most boring jerseys ever. Jersey's black. hard. Yo, they just black and white. That's they crazy. hard. That's Spurs jersey hard. They're just black and white. Yo, I just don't know. What like, that great? That's Spurs jersey. There ain't no that's color at jersey all hard. in that at all. I don't care. That's okay. hard. The only <laughs> other color that comes in is gray. Yeah, that, like, so, come on. So that's your, that's, you don't that's, like Brooklyn jersey even. No. I like Brooklyn's too. Brooklyn jersey. It's boring. There's like nothing it. there. Black and they just say like Brooklyn. So like Raiders jerseys is boring. Oh, that's classic. Raiders just tough. Right. 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 No, no, no. The Raiders jersey got Raiders jersey got all black. Like they barely got some silver compared to the Spurs. <laughs> it might be the logo. It's just the team. It might be the logo. Right. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> it's the logo for the Raiders. That's what that is. Yo. All right. So, um, real quick, it's, it's football related. Um, Ray Carew was released today. So, you know, you get people um, feeling different about him being released. And um, I I don't know if it's – I didn't read up on it today, but I remember about a year ago when the uh, the release date was coming up and he said he wants to – Have his son back. Yeah, he wants to, re- you know, get that – have his son. Have his son and build that relationship. And for the people who don't know who Ray Carruth is, Ray Carruth was an uh, XY receiver for the Carolina Panthers – was really one of the one of the good ones, um, and I think it was two thousand. I want to say two thousand one, early two thousands. Um, Ray Carruth, um hired a hitman to kill his pregnant um, baby mother, and it just so happens, actually, he's supposed to kill the baby mother and the baby, but it just so happens that the baby mother was killed and the baby survived. And he and because and, right and because of, and because of it the baby has you know was it was you know had to delivered early 
um baby has cerebral palsy and some more stuff um knowing this story do you think what's your take on it him being out after 17 years and then you know wanting that relationship like what's your what's your thoughts on that how do you want a relationship with your son when you didn't want the little nigga <laughs> I'm not trying to be disrespectful Something. but it's like you didn't want him it's one of the main reasons why you killed her it's the reason why you killed her. Well, not you had you had somebody to kill. You don't take stupid to a high. That's why I'm laughing. You don't take stupid. Hide your wife, hide your kids. And what? What? Who the hell picked him up? His mother must be still living. Who? Ray Caruth. What you mean? They said he got released. He got picked up by a car and drove away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who the hell picked him up? I mean, he called. Could have called an Uber. What money? The jail could called him Uber. Just who knows, man? But like, like, like we were talking about, why though? I mean, is it just your guilt? Did you find some type of like, you know, religion? Is it just that you, I don't know. Do you deserve that? I don't think so. The release or the kid? I'm talking about the relationship with the kid. The release, I mean, you pretty much. He served his time? No, he ain't served his time. He should have got life? You, have, you yeah. think? Yeah. Okay. I know people get life for less than that. People get life for yeah, being in the he, car. Because he, he orchestrated a, a oh, hit. Right. People get life for being in the car and a robbery and somebody get killed in the house no matter who it was. The, the robbery or the, or the person who getting robbed. Mm. The, the person in the car get life too. You sent, a, you sent an assassin hit on your baby mother to kill her and the baby So because you didn't want to pay child support. He paid 19 years, man. You know niggas who got 20 years for weeks. Sharika Adams. Mm. What's her name? Sharika. Huh? Mm-mm. Oh, man. I mean, I really don't have a take on it. I don't want nobody to stay in jail. Right. Especially if your sentence saying, you know, 20 years. Okay. Share your time. Mm-hmm. And he did it. He served his time. Now, as far as a relationship with your kid, I don't, you don't have kids, but hey, if you want a relationship with him, want a relationship with him. Should he get that? I don't know. It depends on how much he's changed in 19 years. Mm-hmm. Definitely can't be the same person been There's in no way. for 19 years. If you're still, listen, <laughs> this, is, this is just a life lesson. If you're still the same person you were 19 years ago, Please, <laughs> like, like, yo, it shouldn't be that way. Like, man, grow up. I, I, was, I just thought it was interesting, you know, just to hear people's take on it. I still remember like it was happening. I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, it's I, like, like I'm with you. I, I, I don't know how to. Feel about it Like if he want a relationship With his kid Okay cool Let him let him have his relationship But at the same time It's not the normal situation Because it's like Boy you try to kill him imagine, And her Then Like like you said But you're not the same He should get parentals He might get supervision But at the same time The grandmother's getting older You know what I mean Because she took Sharika's mom Was taking care of um, Chancellor 
Right? Yeah. That's his name. So. Imagine if his son was healthy 100%. What type of conversation would you expect to have with him? Yeah. If he was healthy 100%, I don't. I think the whole team would change. You don't think he would even want that relationship? It would be a, a much harder, much difficult relationship. Mm-hmm. Because you, what is he, what, 17, 18 now? 19. Is he 19? Yeah, it's been, been locked up 19 years. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's, that man was correct. Yo, that's, that's. Like, that's just. It's awkward, yo. That's the Jesus Shuttlesworth type of That's awkward. situation, but no. it's worse because you tried to kill Jesus too. What you talking like, about? No. When uh, Jake killed Jesus' mother and nah. and he got game. That was, a, that, that, was an that was an accident. That was an accident. That was domestic. And that was I'm an accident. Saying, like you them, see that that ass, dynamic. Big ass All right. That's, that's, that's awkward. why your mother told you to take the fuck away from that guy. That's awkward. That's awkward. But yeah, it's just... Mm. Yeah, if he was actually a... If he wasn't mentally challenged, that would be a much awkward situation to be in. Yeah. Always always looked at it for the... Uh, I'm not going to look at that. I always thought it was... Um, Always sympathize with the uh, the mother of Sharika Adams because you're raising this kid like you you've been you know you know what I mean you're raising your grandson and your grandson looks exactly like the man who did this to him and took your daughter away you know what I mean and you have to you know like that's that's a tough that's tough. Man. But um moving on, moving on. Let's get off the subject. Yeah. Moving on. Um This is an awkward situation all around in general. The NBA. I love the NBA. I absolutely love it. But but I hope the NBA gave the man credit. Cause if y'all don't know, the NBA has decided that the G League in the summer of this coming summer, nineteen season nineteen in two thousand twenty. Kids like top athletes who don't want to um high school athletes who don't want to go the one and done route, they can enter the G League under a hundred and fifty thousand dollar contract. Lavar Ball had this the same thought and idea with his league. The exact same. <laughs> and it was last, oh, no, it's not going to. You know what I mean? They downplayed it. The media downplayed it. Oh, he, who would go and do that? But now that the NBA just said that's took the idea and ran with it, oh, man, that's a pretty good idea. It's fair for the players. 
it may be the end of college basketball because the elite players who come from you know those struggling homes and foundations, they can just get straight to six figures. You know what I mean? What's your thoughts on just the idea? Well, not the idea, but oh, that's that's the plan. They they, they give that option to the uh, players. And then, mind you, 2021 or 2020, I think they're going to lift the ban where you can go straight from the, um, high school to the NBA. I've never really liked it, honestly. You never liked high school to the NBA? Never liked it. Why? Because for every, for every Moses Malone and Kevin Garnett, LeBron, Kobe, you got a Jonathan Bender, Kwame Brown, uh, Sebastian Telfair, Darius Miles. Okay. Sejana Drop. Uh, man, man, Darius Miles, he, he made a lot of money. That, that's, about to get, that's about to be my point. Because everybody you named, everybody you named, put, them, put their family in better situations financially. Okay. Everybody. On, on, on a child's sport. Now, granted, when you got that type of money, you can still go back to school. Mm-hmm. You can actually pick any school you want then. Right. It didn't get your degree. Okay. So, I mean, like, I'll, you know, but go ahead, fin- finish your but, point. I mean, certain players, uh, excuse me, that money is not guaranteed to last. Correct. Your education is. I'm, again, I'm I advocate for education, so I'm not. I, I dislike it personally. It I is what it is. I dislike it because you kind of took somebody out there and ran with it, like you know, everybody else has a time in Black history. But, um, but his it's another thing is, I mean, a lot of kids didn't want to go to college in the first place. You can weed out that type of a competition. Like, okay, I'm gonna get the guy who he's gonna be in two years. Mm-hmm. And if not, then oh well, I got a one and done in Kentucky. I want to say Calipari made the one and done system work for him. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't want that though. Mm-hmm. So for that one year. do you like the? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you good. Go ahead. Do you like the one and done? Not the one and done, but just this this alternative route. I mean, it's, for the players, it is. It's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. If you could get money to put your family in a better situation, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I don't like it because I feel like the NBA is not going anywhere. The M- take take your yeah, take your one year, take your one year. It's, I think and I could be wrong. You pay attention more to basketball and summer leagues and all that stuff more than I do. Mm-hmm. The G League don't develop nobody. I've never seen anyone come from G League All Star to NBA superstar. I've never seen it. NBA superstar. Yes. You know why you probably won't see that? It's because the age bracket <laughs> and then the teams that they wind up on. Okay. A lot of them players wind up on super superstars already on the team. I give you. I give you. Or NBA star. I give I mean, you two he's names. Got White side, but he's never been an All Star. He averaged right. points a game. Right. <laughs> right. I give you two names, and they might not they they might be low key names, but from earning a multi million dollar deal from going from the G League when you catching commercial flights, 
your checks is like two two grand, three thousand dollars. You know what I mean? To sign in multi year, multi million dollar deals, that's a big success story. Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay. Gerald Green. Okay. Now Gerald Green was Gerald Green was the perfect situation because Gerald Green went straight from high school to the NBA, mm-hmm. and he was just an athletic guy. Right. It didn't pan out. Go to the G League, play down there, played overseas, stayed in the G League for a nice little stretch, developed his game, and then he became one of the integral parts in Houston, and they gave him you know guaranteed money. Right. That's success. Okay. Spencer Dinwiddie, you know he didn't come from high school, but he was a college athlete. Then he played in the G League and, and earned his way. Now he's probably one of the best players on Brooklyn. Okay. So it, it happens, but superstar, that's that's tough. Because Not even superstar, but like NBA All-Star. I mean, that's, that's, that's still tough. That's still tough because all, All-Stars is a fan thing. Like, for players like Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie can give any guard in the league problems. But because he played on Brooklyn and they don't win, he ain't going to know who he is. You get what I'm saying? It's right, like, right. like you got fried by Spencer Dinwiddie the whole time. You're an animal. You get what I'm, you get what I'm saying? Right. And that's, again, that's why I yeah, it's like, I mean, I, it happens. I've, I've heard definitely Gerald Green. I remember him in the dunk contest. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> you see that? He was a dunk contest. But then you see him in Houston, like, damn, Gerald Green, all right. right. Yeah. Was he, a, was he a Celtic at one point? Yeah, he got drafted by Minnesota. He was a Celtic. He was a I think Phoenix was the no, he was a net. Phoenix was like the one where they really kept giving them, you know, ten day contracts, guarantee contracts for the rest of the year, and so on. But you know, it happens. I mean, but just, in this in this situation, I think is is big because you you may see the superstars develop develop from because that. now these are elite players. So for instance, you got kids like. Um, Kyrie Walker. Kyrie Walker, he come out in in 20. He's one of the top, what is it? I think Kyrie plays small forward. I mean, I call him a guy. He can handle the ball. He's big. He can handle the ball. He played one, two, or three. He can choose. He Actually, he just decommitted from Arizona. Okay. And he's one of the top players. So he can choose to go to the G League route as one of the elite talents for a year in the NBA system. You know, getting used to the game, getting used to being on the road, the lifting and all that, and then get called up next year and be like, all right, what's up? You get what I'm saying? And And how does that work? Do you get drafted by? The G League team. Okay. Yeah. And this this goes back to the conversation we had a long time ago, like maybe – a year or year and a half ago about how the NBA is becoming more global and maybe it is, it is, about... What are you doing? Listen, listen, yeah. just, listen yes. just listen. This is a way for the NBA to shield some of their star players to keep them in the USA and to not have them run over the overseas. Facts. And get more money. It might stay over there for five Facts. or three to five years. And, and not get the proper to... development. Exactly. Not, not even just that, but probably not even get them back because they get more money over there right now. Mm. Have a more, have a more. Mm-hmm. Then, but the, I don't feel like that. But then it's a, it's a. You by doing the G League, you probably get a shoot deal right then and there as a young mm-hmm. kid. You can get all these sponsorships. You can make more money than just a hundred k right then and there. But then on the other hand, you know, if, mm. if you look at the basketballs as a Yo, whole, look at. I'm just thinking about that. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine that. Like if Bowl Bowl 
Bo Bowl is Monique Bowl son. Right. If he decides to go the G League route, that's pretty cool. Motherfuckers be like, yeah, 100 million with Reebok. Something stupid like that. But you getting 100 K. Of course, you're going to see your you gonna see your millions already. Okay. Why you in G League? Okay. I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting. Like I said, for the players and for those that need it, I'm not going to say, all right, don't get your money. But just for me, personally. Because the people look at, and I guess it's the way you view college. Most people look at college as you go to college to find out what you're going to do in life. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you... For me, that's not what college is for. <laughs> right. So for you, college was what? For me, college... Is like a maturity. Like you, you learn more as <clears throat> it's your first time on your own. You learn more as a man. Your maturity level, mm-hmm. like, grows exponentially because you, from high school, you're sheltered. Mm-hmm. Do this on this time. Do this See? on this time. Do this on this time. When you go to college, your time is not sheltered like that. Your this is your first time away from your family, right? So you you got fan for yourself, right? And it, it, like I said. But college, for me, college made me the man that I am as far as like that foundation. Right. Now, Not necessarily what I studied, just right. learning more about me. See, it, it, and that's the difference, though, because you you wasn't a college athlete. Right. For the college athlete, for the typical high school athlete, their maturity level is already there. It's not. To, when you, with everything you mentioned, you're on your own. You got to fend for yourself. You're on a certain schedule. You got to be mature. You got to grow up. Look at these kids that got that, that travels throughout a lot the country. Of them aren't though. Look, a I'm lot just of saying. Them That's what killed the NBA to me in the 2000s. All these players coming in from high school that weren't mature, that weren't ready. To I, I, no, no, no. I'm not talking about. That. I'm talking about the high school players now. Like back then, you didn't get a ton of high school players who play. You didn't. You didn't see Darius Miles. Play for the national title team overseas. You ain't see that. You ain't see Darius Miles on ESPN playing or, or playing in St. Louis one night and then I go play in California the next night. You ain't see that. These kids, these top kids do that. Okay. You got top kids who got like look at St. Francis, for example, here in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They they brought in players from other states. Right. They have their houses. They had to, you know, they have homes that they living on their own and they have to get to school on time and all that. So I'm like, it happens. Their maturity, they, uh, it's like, it's like kids nowadays understand that they using the kid's sport of basketball or football with the intention that this could set you up forever. Right. Like look at Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, I ain't going to class. Why, why would I go to class? I'm only coming here because y'all told me I had to do this one year. Right. That's it. I feel like, like I, the same thing. Same like thing. I know, I know this is what's going to. This is my. I'm I'm exceptional at this sport more than the average person. So I'm gonna focus on my craft and perfect that. So it set me and my family up so I can make as much millions as possible. All right. Like I was like, you know, that's cool. It's 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 gonna be interesting. Does it and hurt college every, basketball? It definitely hurts college basketball. I don't think it hurts uh, I'm sorry. It depends on how many, how many players go that route. How many top players go that route? Okay. If you're getting all the A level athletes to go that route, 
Yeah, it hurts college basketball because mm. then you're just getting B level and below. Okay. To that point, like I, I agree with you. To that point, the reason I say it doesn't hurt college basketball is because now the great coaches become great coaches again. Systems. I I take a kid who wasn't a five star recruit who wasn't that true one and done type of talent. And I can groom him for three years, four years, and unlock all of that great potential out of him. You know what I mean? And really can teach them the game. Yeah, like I don't know. It's I I, I think it's I think that is it's going to help. It's not a they're going to lose out because you ain't got the big marquee names coming out, um, helping your school with the millions and millions. In jersey sales and all that, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna hurt you there. Yeah, they still got football to handle. It's gonna hurt you there, football but yeah. Get some money. You can get some money real quick. Like man. All right. NBA. Speaking of the NBA, the biggest topic, of course, LeBron goes to the Lakers. That's the big topic. It's always it's going for the rest of the, the rest of his time in LA. Everybody knows that. That's like until he's not the best player in the world no more. Then it's not going to be. Actually, no. Even this, yeah, he, he's, he's he's LeBron. He's LA. It's always going to be a, a, yeah, a, a topic of discussion. But the Lakers was in the news, and it wasn't Le- actually technically it wasn't LeBron, but people were still made it about LeBron. I'm about to say it became oh! LeBron. <laughs> the fight. Yeah. All right. What's your thoughts? Did Man, you watch the game? Yes, I did. You watched the whole game? I watched the whole game. I must commend you, Al. You all right? I watched the whole game. You, I I thought you was going to fall asleep. No, matter of fact. I'm lying. Oh, see? Okay. I missed the second quarter. <laughs> you dozed off? Yeah, but I forgot uh-huh. about the second quarter. I understand. I took a nap on that raggedy Cincy game on purpose. Let me take a quick nap. <laughs> and then I'm going to wake up. If not Cincy. What was that? Saturday? It was Saturday night. I won't watch no damn college football. I said, let me take a nap. I'm going to wake up on time. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I watched the first quarter. I was over at homeboy house. Watched the first quarter. Went to sleep. Woke up. Went home. Third quarter came on. Watch third quarter, watch the fourth quarter. Tell James Harden pissed me off, and then. Mm. So yeah, I, I was definitely watching it when the fight happened. All right. So what was your thought? Man, shout out to Brandon Ingram. Okay. Um, where's his quote? Sheesh. He had a quote that I respected. First off, not shout out for losing your temper and your composure. You you technically you're at work. Technically. Um dang. he had a quote earlier today. It was like I'm not right for what I did, but I got my my teammates back ten times out of ten, I I'm gonna do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I can respect that. Okay. Um, I was I got the quote. I was wrong for my I was wrong for my teammates, but I also stepped up for my teammates, and that's what I'm going to do ten times out of ten. Yes, there we go. Chris right there. Um, Rondo spitting can't respect that. I still find it amazing how you spit with a mouthpiece. <laughs> that I don't get it. Like I like yo. I, I, that's and then it's not like he. It made like how do you spit subtle with a mouthpiece? But it was again. He did it. I guess. From what I saw, <laughs> he did. 
Like, yo, it's pretty cool. Right. So, definitely not no shout out to him for doing that. Mm-hmm. Definitely no shout out to Melo, because like I said, somebody spit on anybody in this room right now. You ain't got to worry about them following up. Nigga, I'm hitting you in your mouth off top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's his ultimate disrespect. Yeah. John, your, your thoughts on it, on the situation? As the fuck you get. You always think you tough, you got smacked in his mouth and spit on him. <laughs> <laughs> always running his mouth, always giving people elbows. Everybody forget that CP3 was the first dirty play. Don't smack like you forgot. Don't you act like you No, when you say the first dirty play, I get what you're saying, bro. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Ain't nobody forget. Nah, you know, I ain't humble. forget. He needed to be humble. He got humble. I know he old. I, I, say, I don't know if he got humble or not, but. He got humble. Everybody gonna rewind that in slow motion. Slow motion for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I laugh at the whole incident, right? Because. Let's, I'm gonna start with Brandon Ingram. All right. I laugh because Brandon Ingram allowed his frustrations of James Harden's unique ability. No, I can say unique ability. Well, it's it's pretty unique. That James Harden has the ability. He he understands the rules of basketball and what a foul is and what do the refs call a foul, and he knows how to exploit it. And Brandon Ingram just got upset, like. Like, Brandon, every time you're going to put your hands out and <laughs> you come up and under, it's going to be a foul. Like, fast break, James initiates contact, come up under, <laughs> throw his hands up, ref call follow Ingram, while Ingram goes flying. <laughs> like, I get it. It's frustrating, but you can't allow your frustrations boil over when you push the man. If he was in your way... And he, like, gave you a little subtle bump and you push him. All right, cool. But you just go out your way and push that man. Like, yo. Oh, he, like, he got in your head without even talking trash. Yeah. Like, yo, that was that was great. Like, that that was great. Like, like go ahead, James Harden. You all right. That's why you the man. That's why they but, had me run on test out the game. Because he said, I don't give a fuck about no rules. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but. The the biggest thing about the fight, like everybody was wrong for fighting. Um it was just it was just wrong from the outset. The only person I thought was right was LeBron. Actually the I can say the only person was LeBron. Everybody who didn't throw a punch was exactly right. Everybody who broke it up was exactly right. That's what you're supposed to do. Like for people to say, man, LeBron, LeBron showed who he really was, yo. He's sitting there holding Chris Paul back and walking with Chris Paul. He gonna have some explaining, dude. Wait a minute, what? What do you mean? Like, like, what do you mean? I saw something earlier today that kind of goes against that point. What you're saying? Are you saying that because LeBron is and Chris Paul are, are good friends? What that that he? Yeah, he he did nothing wrong. Right. It's by walking. You know, I I won't say after that situation is still you know being over there pretty much on the side with Chris Paul. Right, right. Not not just because they're good friends. 
Not because their their friendship is more, is deeper than friendship. They 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 like brothers. Right. That's like I I look at it. I put myself in in LeBron's shoes. If we're on the court, somehow we, we outside playing. Y'all on the opposite team. They mine. And one of my teammates at the time, well, we playing in the league. We in the league. You know, we tight. We come up. We we come up together. All right. We in the league, and one of them get two people get into with y'all. I supposed to jump in and fight y'all. I supposed to jump in and and you know what I mean. I mean, not necessarily fight to, Chris Paul. I mean, no, I'm, no, he didn't fight because he did what he supposed to. Do. He got him away from the situation. Did did did, Brandon, did any did anybody come run up on Chris Paul once LeBron grabbed him up? No. He diffused the situation. Somebody gotta be the level head. I right, look. Hold on. Wait. Stop. Even if, like, yo, chill. Like, what are we doing? Like, LeBron, if one thing he could have did better is why they was sitting there talking, having their words, instead of just watching, step in. Like, right, come on. He could pull Rondo up from the jump. Come on, Rondo, back up. It ain't, you know, it ain't, it ain't that deep. He could have pulled him up from there. Like, you step, like, you didn't step in. And it was, it was kind of like, it's kind of like the situation where, man, these niggas running them out for years. Go ahead and let them fight. All right, cool. It's over with now. Cool, cool. It's about to get out of hand. Break it up. That's what it seemed like. Cause they've been going at it for years. Yeah. That's what it seemed like. Cause think about it, Al. If it's if this is a play, not even if it's a playoff game. What did what did Lonzo Ball and Memphis, what did Lance Stevenson do to Brandon Ingram? As soon as Brandon Ingram pushed James Harden, Lance, come here, nigga, move. What you doing? Come on, Lonzo, <laughs> grab him, grab him, Lonzo. Come on, come on, man, Keep it, relax. While LeBron and them sitting there, let them go back and forth talking. It's like, all right, you hear the words. I'm pretty sure it wasn't kid-friendly words. Step in front, all right. Ain't neither one of them going to swing on you. Because that's your teammate. That's your brother. That's what he should have did. That's what Melo should have did. But since they didn't, spit got flown. Fingers are putting people's eyes and faces. And punches got thrown. And then, all right, let me back him up. Let me move him out the way. It's just that simple. Like... If it's just some, if it's some random person, even then, it's like you protecting your brand. Right. Like this is these these ain't these ain't nine to five workers. Right. These are mo- these are businessmen. They are, mo- I say, they are like, businesses. Chris, Chris, right? Chris Paul is a business. <laughs> like, bro, you got State Farm, you got Jordan. His like, name I'm, is a I'm LeBron. Like, oh, I ain't, I ain't throwing a damn punch. Right. Like, come I on. Up, I have to open up a school. Like, come on, man. Like. I know LeBron. I mean, we grown. But they were just, okay. They were saying that Jordan in the 90s, when the Knicks and Bulls were getting to it, Jordan would still talk trash and still get in the face of Patrick Ewing, and that's his best friend. So is that? That's trash talk. What was saying? Like when a, you know, they were more did you, physical, quote unquote. Did you? You never seen Chris Paul and LeBron argue? No, I'm sure they have. You never seen Chris? Okay, that's that's my point. Chris Paul and LeBron, I seen them cuss each other on the court. I seen a couple hard fouls and cheap shots from Chris Paul to LeBron. And he ain't hey, little nigga, we ain't going to do that. You know what I mean? Getting in face. I seen that. I seen Mike and, and Patrick. I seen Mike and Barkley. I seen that. But they, like, like me and John could argue. On the court, like I argue, I argue with my brother on the court. Yeah. 
Like it's nothing. That's that's ball. That's ball. Like that's what it is. That's ball. At the end of the day, oh no, that's still my brother. Don't get it twisted. I might cuss a nigga out. Hey, don't get it twisted. I'm like yo, like come on, man. That's ball. Yeah. Like, I just thought I thought it was hilarious that people were saying like, man, LeBron's soft. He's showing his true colors. Boom, boom, boom. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like how 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 people used to tell us stay out of grown folk business. We ain't got millionaire problems. Amen. <laughs> we ain't got billion. We want that's our aspiration. Right. We ain't got millionaire and billionaire problems. Yeah. They ain't want to create a millionaire and billionaire problem. Yeah. Like come on, man. Said you got something to lose. They business. Yeah. They definitely got something to lose. Like come on, what? If, come on, man. Like stop it. Stop it. But anyway, what what made me upset more than the fight was the half court plays from the Lakers in the second half. Like I don't know, if, I don't know if my thing is. R- Remy brought up a good point. He said when LeBron's been off the court, the Lakers look a lot better mm-hmm. in that particular game, and he told the truth. Especially, like, and it was really visible in the second half because LeBron, I don't know if he was, like, mentally, you know, was just overthinking things or what, but it it became that Cleveland, I got the ball, y'all pick a spot and stand. stand. Yeah, that one and four ball. Yeah. Like, hold on, that don't, that, that don't work. When the ball was just flowing, you seen layups. You seen dunks. You seen lobs. The guy, we've seen transition buckets. You know what I mean? You've seen that. It's like you got to keep that. That's that's our game plan. We ain't that. We ain't that. Sit out in that three point line and shoot team. Like, and I, and that's my thing. When people say, "Oh, LeBron can only play one way," no, there's no way in hell you could be that good and that smart and only could play one way. Yeah. And you can see he plays the when in the first half, the ball's moving, bodies are moving. It's flowing. Like, who will stop that force? Like, come on. That's what killed me. And then, it, and then the funny thing was, like, the shooter that was hitting the shots and hitting the threes, they, that's, that was ball. Everybody said, look, the ball, jump shot broke, hang able to shoot, boom, boom, boom. After, after last year, that was the talk, right? Mm-hmm. He was four out of eight from three. He had four straight. Like, within the flow, and they didn't, like, run anything for him. I'm like, yo, he hot. Find him. Nah, let's just settle and give it to Kuz. And Kuz shot a, a big dumb three, and he missing. Let's let's go in for, you know. It, it was just dumb stuff. I'm like, come on, man. Like, you got to pay attention to what's going on. And I, th- I think they lost focus. And that was before the fight. And then after the fight, they truly lost focus. But tonight, before they the got... Fight, it was a one-point game. And that's another stupid thing that the, the national media says consistently. Oh, how is this team going to compete? They can't shoot threes. They have no shooters. How many points did the Lakers score opening night? 130-something. And they missed 15 straight three-pointers, right? Mm-hmm. How many points did they score the other night? 115. Lakers lead. They they let the they. I think they might lead the league so far in fast break points and probably points in the paint. 
See, like people, like the game, everybody get caught up with this thing. Go to state because they shoot threes, threes, threes. That's how the game should go. No, no, come on, man. Like, stop it, stop I it. Hate watching that stop it. style of game plan. Like what Houston did, game six and seven against the Warriors. I'm just coming out here and shoot this dumb three. Like yo. All right, I'm going down here and do another dumb three. Uh, like, yo. But he was like, that's the thing. Even though when Warriors hit threes, they still go inside. Yeah, and it's the thing about the Warriors. But it's in the flow of their offense, though. Yeah, but. You it, have the two greatest shooters that's known the point. to man. That's the And that's <laughs> the point. Actually, three of the greatest it, shooters but known say, to you man. But say, you got three. That's the point. When you got three exceptional shooters, one is just you've never seen before. Right. You know, the other two is like, all right, we've seen some shooters like these niggas before. The other one is like weird. Like, hold up. You can't shoot from half court consistently. How the hell are you four out of five from, from 35 feet away? Like, with a .1389 second release. release. Exactly. Like, it fits them because they got that weapon. I don't like, know about the vertical. It's vertical, like two inches deep. Like, yo. Like, so unathletic. That's, that's the reason I like Steph, though. Like, if you read his scouting report, Coming out of Davidson, everything that they said bad about him was what's great about him. Uh, all I'm gonna say is <laughs> Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio got picked before Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Minnesota. He was that one kid that played Pokemon cards that still got a bad light skin chick. He knew her potential and was getting mm-hmm. white girls on the side. Chucks. Like bad and, shot selection, dribble the ball too yo, much. And I, I, I can, I Not encourage. I encourage any young kid who wants to play basketball to to choose Steph Curry's story as 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 a blueprint. Now, granted, you might not have an NBA father figure in your life like Steph had, but Steph worked and worked like most kids that's undersized. You shoot from the hip. Because you ain't got the strength to go, you know, the right formation. Right. You shoot from the hip. And all Steph did was work, 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 work. And everybody said, no, 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 no. He worked. Mm. And he's the best shooter ever. Arguably, he's definitely a top five, arguably top three player in this league. <laughs> Some people keep him outside of top five, but, you know, I don't know. It, Weaknesses but, coming out of college. Yeah, kid is amazing, Not a point guard. Don't matter. Out of control at times, yes, but shit, don't matter. He still make it. <laughs> Shot selection, still make it. <laughs> Stuck between one and two. Okay. Um, versatility to defend multiple positions, yeah, but don't really matter. Um, average athleticism, average size, average wingspan, frail frame. Relies too heavily on outside shot. Hmm. <laughs> you see that? And that was what, 2000? Was that 10 years ago? Yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> we didn't rely on the outside shot. Now it's like, you can't shoot the outside shot, you can't You're win. Pointless. <laughs> Come on, man. The, NBA, the game will take care of itself. The game will Just take care game. of itself, Play man. Game. Play your game. <laughs> you can't You can't beat a team that specializes in shooting by out shooting them. No. Right. no. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're going to let the carbon copy. 
It's not gonna work. Carbon copy is never as good as the original. Unless you're Kobe Bryant, then you're just as good. As... Yeah. <laughs> Say no. Say no. Say no. Say no. He ain't as good as the original. But it's arguable. Arguably, he's he's very close to the original. He's very close to the original. So not as good as the original. Right. Shucks. On most days. But he's. (laughs) Let's let's get these picks in real swift, man. All right. So tonight we got Giants and Falcons. Anybody change their mind on. Uh, Falcons. Who picked? Oh, yeah, everybody picked the Falcons, right? I thought so. No, you didn't pick the Falcons. You picked the Giants. Really? Yeah, you ain't picked no damn Matt Ryan. That's what you said. No, he didn't pick. That's why I lost it. It was like, yeah, he picked the Falcons. Oh, he didn't pick the Falcons. Yeah. Oh, okay. Would y'all? All right, let's. Falcons need to win. So. Will Will Julio score tonight? If he don't, it's over for the season. Like I gave up hope <laughs> on it. <laughs> wow. You gonna have four thousand yards and no touchdowns? <laughs> like, I ain't, I ain't so sure the Falcons going win tonight. Only reason I'm not so sure is because the Falcons is so depleted defensively. I know they play decent at home, but that defense is just so ran through right now mm-hmm. that the kid that's on the TV right now, he might go for like 200. Safe yeah, and then Odell might and then start. Who knows, man? It, I'm expecting 40, 40 something. I'm going Falcons. I'm still going to stick with my Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> The Dolphins at Texans Thursday night. Anybody watching? Anybody care? Texans. Yeah, yeah, stick with the Texans. Where did the Dolphins keep falling? I'm going to, no. I'm going with the Dolphins. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not, because Clowney been balling. It's going to be a close game. Damn. I'm going. It's going to be a close game. Dolphins by the three. My pick. Okay. Eagles at Jacksonville. I don't. Team struggling. It's on nine thirty. I wake up at fourth quarter. Who cares? You know what? Hopefully Carson Wentz give him like ninety, but Jacksonville, Jacksonville showing me like I knew who they were, but I feel like Jacksonville gonna win this game. Just because. And Jacksonville in London, as we found out last year. That was a that was a potential fight in the locker room between the Jacksonville players after that loss. So the reporter wasn't pulled open the door and they seen some shit. Get them! Close them up! Sorry, sir. <laughs> Stick with the Eagles, though. Jets at the Bears. Mm, might be game of the week. Two teams that everybody sleep on that's super tough. I'll sleep on the Jets. They super tough. Shout out to the Patriots. That was that was just a heads up play. I can't. Hey, that was that was heads up. Bears. Yeah, Jets. Buccaneers at the Bengals. Bengals. That's good. Bengals get the W. Only because two linebackers that they really use. Um, Tampa Bay use are out. They're the bottom. Are they close to They'll be after this week. Buccaneers. You picked the Buccaneers? Mm-hmm. Seahawks at the Lions. The Lions by 13. Well, the Falcons is like the best under. <laughs> no, no, they're not. 
I'm gonna say, well, fuck his man. No, because they injured. That's why. You said Broncos, oh, Seahawks, and Lions? Yes, no. Lions. Lions by 13. Broncos at the Chiefs, Chiefs by 20. Did they just play? I feel like they did just play. Like three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. And the Chiefs won by what, like four? Yeah. Something like that. It was a close game. Is that the Chiefs? Is the Chiefs? Chiefs by seven. Give them a touchdown. Redskins at the Giants. Skins. Skins by ten. Skins. Skins. Niggas laughed at me when I said they mess around with the East. I did. I chose them because I hate guys. That's T. You choose for fantasy reasons. I'm choosing because I, I like the Redskins. No, I choose them because I like guys. Get fantasy. I, I like, like Redskins. <laughs> you got like what they doing? Browns at Steelers. All right, bro. <laughs> Do we really? I wish right. I would choose the Browns. I'm choosing the tie. Again? Yes. It's going to be a tie. had a tie last week. Steelers uh, by 17. Hell no. Tie. 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 First time in NFL history, two teams tied twice in the year. Steelers by 17. Colts at the Green Bay don't get this LA going to see this. No, but they still got to play the Chiefs. And the Saints. Yeah. Okay. And New England. You believe England. in Drew Brees? I believe in Drew Brees. Oh, you said like, they play the now? Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs got a defense that's going to stop them. <laughs> Rams got a defense to stop the Chiefs. <laughs> I, I trust McVay more than I trust Brees. Yeah, I don't know. It's regular season, big homie. It's regular season. Andy Reid get it done. <laughs> Saints at Vikings. That's gonna be a good Sunday Saints game. Blowout. Saints at, no, I can't say Saints Vikings. gonna blow out. I want Kirk Cousins to go off. Kirk Cousins has been going off all year. Well, he hasn't. He's been going medium. He's been going off. I don't give a damn if you got him in fantasy. If he's a stupid fantasy. He been going off. No, he earned his money. So who get the ball there? Who getting the ball there? See, see, you see this nonsense? Kirk Cousins ain't do nothing but put up yards his whole career. Oh, nah, Adam Thielen just oh, okay. Nobody want to get Kirk Cousins with credit is due. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. That's cool. This was hilarious. This was hilarious. You went all that smoke. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> get ran straight over. Yo, come on. But everybody picking the no. Anybody you picked the Saints, right? I picked the Saints. Alright, I've seen with the fight. Patriots at Bills next Monday. Buff. Okay. Why is that even Monday? Ravens at Panthers at 1 o'clock. That Buffalo game going to be close. No, it ain't because they got Derek Anderson quarterback. No, they went back to Nate. Nate who? Nathan Peterman? Mm. Damn. If it was Josh Allen, I gave Buffalo a real shot. I'm dead serious. <laughs> They give a real shot with Josh Allen. Six and two. Yeah, I mean not shot to like win, but like shot to keep it extremely interesting. No, like late fourth quarter. Did he do what I just think he did? Yeah. 
Play no, but oh, no, 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 no. See, that ain't the most impressive part. The ref's hat stayed on. <laughs> <laughs> like that hat ain't flinch at all. Yeah, well, he did something to the. Yeah. Tell me, I ain't seeing. Okay. Come on, LA. Week to week. They hit him in his head. Oh, that's petty. Good job, P- Puig. <laughs> Good job, Puig. <laughs> he won't cuss. He won't cuss. What's that going to do? Let's go, LA. Wow. Shout out to Magic Johnson. Yep. Let's go, LA. Beat Boston. You can't You can't show that video and say shout out to Magic Johnson. That's okay. That's the Dodgers on TV. Um, Ravens at Panthers. It's <laughs> pretty good. That was really good. Ravens at Panthers. <laughs> it was like, oh, that was good. That was really good. <laughs> Ravens run off three straight starting this week. You go ahead and get out three. Game winning streak going. Mm. I got Ravens by fourteen over Carolina. I have the Ravens winning by seventeen, but I got Carolina winning the game by fourteen. What? What? What did? What did he just? Ravens by seventeen, but Carolina win by field goal. Ravens should win by seventeen. You ain't say should. Like you had it. You had I you playing both sides of the fishes now mess me up. Carolina went by three. Okay. Cool. Any anything in particular y'all y'all wanna see? I was almost correct. You what? Last week because Drew Brees, he, he was only supposed to have one touchdown. Man, he only did have one touchdown. You had two. Ben oh, yeah, the Ben Watson. Yeah, the Ben Watson. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about the Ben Watson. Yeah, they might have been right. Uh, that but was the other one right there. That's what it was. That's the other play I was talking about. The Ben Watson. The Ben Watson. Not the touchdown. It was the first down. It was a crucial first down that we needed to get up the field. Ben Watson got another first down. But he, it was he. Had him as a set? He was in the zone coverage. It's one of the women he ran a little out when Tony Jefferson came down and tackled him. A lot of times he was in. A lot of time he was in the zone. We was definitely running the zone. But what, what, what messed me up? I'm glad you brought that up because it seemed like the 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 backer on the side where Watson was always was in the wrong position or ran the wrong wrong assignment because there's no way CJ is lined up on a whole opposite hash and has to cover Ben Watson on the upright side of the field. Like that didn't make sense. I was like, hold up, ain't no way. You know what I mean? Like even on the touchdown, same thing. He won the little yeah. Like hold up, and McKellen is right there. Like that got to be your assignment, and you missed it. Right. Has to be. Right. Oh well. Yeah. Um. What's gonna happen this week? One thing to look for in the Ravens Panthers game that you expect to see. I should say. No sacks. No turnovers. Still win. No sacks. No turnovers. Still win. Okay, and in, in your Carolina victory, what you expect to see? Cam Newton for eighty yards rushing, four first downs and a pick, crucial first down. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Newton throws three interceptions. That's what I expect to see. 
I leave it at that. Nothing can be fumbled twice. Mm. Torrey Smith scored a touchdown. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Torrey Smith scored a touchdown. Um, what a broken play. Clutch. I don't think it happens. We ain't having to. Double put, double moved over Jimmy. When did we haven't had? Damn, Al. I'm not even going to say it because I almost going to sound like one of them reporters. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so, Al try to set me up for that one. Uh-uh. Talk, never no, Al try to set me up. Nobody ain't going to do that. <laughs> oh, well. All right, cool. Stick with what you said. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Watch the Lakers tonight. It's the Spurs. 10.30. Yep. Right now, Kyrie is hosting. And the Celtics are hosting uh, Orlando Magic. NBA TV. Check that out. Oh, my gosh. No, Saquon Barkley is about to put on the show. Watch the show. Over under. Um Yo, look at that separation. Yo. Over over under. Julio scores first draft. What y'all think? Julio scores first draft? No. Julio scores by Hold the, up. in the first half. Who are they missing? That's it. Shanae and Riley, right? Nah. I'm really playing. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. Hey man, check this thing all all weekend. Oh, like I thought. <laughs> hey John, like I thought. Uh, you know. Damn. You ain't, yeah, they hurt you. Bad. My whole team was out. Mel- and Melvin. And you want you want to try and trade nobody or drop nobody? You ain't slick, nigga. You could have dropped somebody. You ain't slick. Melvin Gordon was was listed uh, was listed out. What fifteen minutes before the game? No, it was it was, <laughs> it was half hour. No, it was a half hour no. before. I was watching. It TV. was a half hour because they got the guy reported an hour ahead of time. No. Didn't come out to a half an hour. I ain't gonna report. I seen that. ESPN. I seen it. I was looking with her. Like, oh yeah. Oh, by the way, Melvin Gordon gonna be out today. So, what? By the way, you still could have picked somebody up. I did. I forgot to put him in. It didn't matter because he picked me five points. Who the hell you picked up? <laughs> it didn't matter. He only gave you five points. Who you pick? Let me find out. Duke Johnson. Chubb was gone, so there wasn't no other real running back out there. Who picked up Duke Johnson? No. <laughs> That's pretty good. Dang. What? You could have hit me up. We could have made a, a draft day trade. I mean, game day trade. Nah. Left on that ain't going to be back. Chris Ivory went off. Melvin Gordon hurt. Kyrie Bibbs. Damn. Thielen was still balling, though. Derrick Henry. Dang, Joe. Spencer Webb. Damn. You could have got more Mustard, whatever his name is. Yo, in uh, San Fran. Anyway, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Sideline Talk, all that good stuff. Damn, Michael Bennett. Take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at Home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at Home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details.